Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Armstrong joining us live here today from beautiful Columbus, Ohio, as a conflict resolution specialist and owner of her own company. It's called the Center for Family Resolution. And also, I should mention that is the website. So go to the Center for Family Resolution.com and please welcome our friend Amy. How are you today? I appreciate you calling me your friend, Jill. I love that. Thank you. You are so upbeat and it puts me in a cheerful mood as well. Ditto. And that's why I love my job. I get to talk mm-hmm. to so many amazing people. Not all as, as sweet and kind as me, but <laughs> you never know. But I, I just, I, I love meeting people and discovering their talents and mm-hmm. how they're helping people. And this is what you do. So tell us about your coaching oh. and uh, mediation for a little bit. Just a, a little overview. Oh, about I do. have a story for you. Jill, yesterday I had a mom and dad in my office that probably would not have used the word cheerful for me because when I was working with them, Jill, I literally spent so much of my attention on boundaries with them because they have a child together and they were never married and their situation has had so much drama, calls to protective services, calls, multiple calls to the police, lots of different extended family and friends involved. And they came to their session with me just so ready, Jill, to try to prove that they were right and the other person was wrong. And you know what I told them? I said, I don't blame you. I would feel the same way. They were so frustrated and so angry at what they perceived the other person had done wrong to upset them, frustrate them, anger them, and put their little girl in the middle of a really big fight. And they were rightfully upset. I mean, they were bursting. I had to meet with them individually at first and really help them understand that we are not going to get anywhere if they're focusing all their attention on justifying their behavior and trying to prove that the other person was wrong. I was like, I get it. I totally get it. And I said, you guys, I have some really, really good news for you. Are you dying to hear what it is? I'm dying because I'm kind of in this boat myself. So I'm really (laughs) interested. Go ahead. (laughs) So you can feel it. You can feel it, Jill. So I told them literally... I have some really good news for you guys. I said, mom, you get to keep your story. All the things that you've interpreted that have been important to you that are really causing you so much angst. I'm not going to take that away from you. And dad, guess what? You get to keep your story too. You guys are going to have different narratives for the rest of your lives. You're going to describe the situation differently. And I call that your story. It's important to you. It touches on your values and your principles and just things that are so, so meaningful to you. And you get to keep them. So here's the deal, guys. We are going to work in the gap between your two stories. Dad, I don't want you trying to convince mom that your story is the only way to look at things. And mom, of course, you know what I'm going to say. You don't get to spend our time trying to convince dad that the way you see things is right. 
But what we do want to do is find out, and this is one of my favorite coaching questions, Jill, what do you want to do with this gap because your little girl is sitting in it and it's icky for her. So we're not going to change your stories, but we are going to do some really good work here today because your little girl deserves a calm, a calm, pleasant, like she wants to have fun. She doesn't want to live in tension. She doesn't want to hear mom trying to convince mom's boyfriend that dad was so awful and vice versa. So let's have a look at that gap today. And Jill, I could watch them sit back in their chairs, take a breath, they let their shoulders drop a little bit. Mm-hmm. And here's the two things that were happening. Are you ready for me to tell you the two things that were happening for them? They knew that they couldn't trust each other, but they could trust me. Ah. They knew that I had their back. And so the attention that they were trying to kind of force their way with each other dissipated because they started focusing on feeling validated and kind of feeling better in their own skin, just being with a person that was going to have their back. Okay. So that was amazing. And it also got them thinking that really they do want to focus on their little girl. They just don't really know how because they don't know what to do with these awful, like painful feelings that they have. And so we got to just kind of normalize, of course you feel bad. This is your daughter we're talking about. There's no way you're going to just let it roll off of you. Like it actually shows healthy caring that you have such a big reaction. So that's great. I'm not going to take that away from you. We just need to know that you get to work on that with your support people, not taking it out on the other person. Wow. And then how did the session go? Yeah. Did, did it really go well? Like, well, what, if what, I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, you wouldn't have believed that. If I hadn't seen it with my own eyes, I wouldn't be, I would not have believed it because I literally was sitting where I had chosen to sit at the table was right next to my panic button that I literally could have called for help if these two went at each other in a way that I couldn't control, right? And I told them that. So what happened was when they, every time they started to get into justifying or defensive behaviors, I would say, hold on, Mm -hmm. I've got you. Let's come back to that gap. Leave your story alone for a minute. Let's come back to that gap. So I just kept showing them that my boundary was really tight. There was no room for them to get on that, you know, righteous pedestal ever. right. You're wrong. I've been there. I know. I know. I've been there. It's very easy to do that. And so what happened was they started telling their story as their story Mm -hmm. rather than as the capital T truth. Got it. And I'm not kidding. It took about 20, maybe 22 minutes in. I quit talking. I sat back in my seat and I let them 
take over because they were able to say, oh, I thought that's what you meant when you did this or that. Mm-hmm. And and he was like, no, that's not what I meant. And she was like, oh, well, and then he'd be like, I'm sorry. Here's what I should have done instead because I can see how that had an impact on you. And I was like, I literally used the word with them. I was like, do you guys kind of see that there's a miracle here right now? Mm-hmm. I want to sing the song, but I'm not a good singer, but... Hallelujah. I know. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. There had even been an accusation of malicious wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. The little girl had made a report that something bad had happened at um, her mom's house, and she told her teacher about it. Her teacher heard it with adult ears and interpreted it as, you know, a real risk. And they and had reported it to um, Child Protective Services and the parents, Jill, uh. these parents were able to talk about it. And mom was able to uh, to say, you know what? I was accusing you of making her say that. And dad was able to say, I really thought you guys were being inappropriate with her. And they were able to say, I can see where you got that idea. And here's what we're going to do differently. It was incredible. And these people were young. And I I said to them at one point, I said, you know what I call this, you guys? You're kind of growing up. (laughs) Yes. And 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 the mom was funny. She's like, "Yeah, I don't even drink anymore." <laughs> wow! But it was really sweet. It was really sweet. And then at the end, this was really cool. They were able to say to each other, they were able to say, "Okay, like, how do we keep this going, right?" Because when Amy's not sitting here, we're not going to be able to do this. And I was just kind of like, you know what? How about you guys kind of leave each other alone, and we'll come back next week. And we'll we'll work on it some more and we'll get you there. And they were, they were, you know, they were just it, it it actually warmed my heart. I told them thank you for making my day. They were they gave me so much hope, Jill, that people can resolve ah. their conflicts without giving up their values, their principles. Wow. I don't really even believe in compromise per se because nobody wants to give up something that's really important to them oh my goodness isn't it amazing this is beautiful work look i've been a single parent since day one i had my first son by myself the other one i had with someone never been married but it's okay things came to a head last year it was always kids with me you pay five hundred dollars a month child support that's fine i don't care good Uh, I would like you to see your son more. And then it didn't work out. And then all of a sudden he came to me, but went to the courts, got angry and says, he Mm. wants to see his son every Tuesday, Thursday, you know, and every other weekend. I'm like, please. Yes. I would love this. And you can have many days. I'm like, easy. why we need an agreement. Long story short. Now talk about anger building. I had to spend $14,000 to go back and forth with his attorneys, which is bizarre. I'm like, but why? I'm like, I've always been a kind person, always giving you, I do complain you don't seem enough because mom needs a break and I don't ever get one. And so then the agreement went into effect this past April, April 24th, because I know. And guess what? Within the year of April 24th, the kids, uh, my son only slept at his house two times. 
So mm-hmm. now he spent all his money on this agreement. There's no every Tuesday, Thursday. There's no every other weekend. And I'm just, I'm still very angry about it because why do we waste this money and you didn't, you're not showing up? And it's right. not good. And he wonders why his son doesn't want to see him. And I'm like, because you don't make the effort. It's just, so there's right. been a lot of anger and chaos. And then I realized, oh gosh, this is affecting my children, both of them. And right. so now I just try to be, I'm just more open to, it is what it is. And if he wants to see you, great. If it, I can't force it, I can't. Yeah. But I was, last year, if you would have talked to me, I would have went, blah, 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 and he did this, and he did that. And it would have been that. And he would have Drama, said, oh, yep. yeah, I can get it. And it's frustrating because there's also two different parenting skills. So when he is with um, my son and even the other son he takes too, he, there's different parenting skills, right? And that's always difficult because I want homework done exactly. i want this done. i want that time and then ah, two, now how do you it. handle two parents that exactly because it should yeah. be for the children like the strict rules and and the way it should be and but then mm-hmm. when they go with the other parents sometimes it's very different so how do you like talk to two, i uh, two love people that about question that? because you know for example he won't come out on a sunday to a basket um, to a basketball or a football game um a soccer game because he's got to watch football and i'm like that's your your priority should be the kid, not. I'm like you have him every other weekend. It's you can't tell fight. him that. It's a fight every. You, I'm like this is your weekend. Well, I have to watch football. I'm like, so how do you deal with right. someone and, like that? And Joe, without even knowing him, you don't have influence over him. He doesn't want to be told what to do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So here's the deal. Number one is that even when he took you to court, it was about something else. Absolutely. It wasn't really about that time. Just saying, just saying, I don't even know him, but I guarantee it was about something else. Number two is I invite all the listeners to reach out to us and let us help you with this. Oftentimes in one session, we can make these big breakthroughs because it really is different for everyone because we don't know. We're going to try to get some alignment, and we know how to talk to people that um, don't want to be told what to do. You know, we have a beautiful coaching approach that's very firm, and we have really good boundaries, but we also meet people where they are, and we're very good at finding what motivates people mm-hmm. to make changes. So I highly recommend, folks, get some sessions with us and let us help you. As far as the homework goes, the short answer is we're going to see how much alignment there can be that's going to work, but we don't want an attempt at alignment to actually create more conflict because some people need more of a parallel approach where you do your thing in your house, I do my thing in my house, just like kids go to their grandparents all the time and they're maybe they're allowed to jump on the couch at one house and they're not at the other house. We can work with that. So we take the whole system and we look at who everybody is, meet everyone where they are, look at what motivates and what really matters to each person. And we craft a plan together with you, not just any plan, not just a cookie cutter plan, but the plan that's going to work for you. And we also teach how to make adjustments, how to reflect, how to check in with your child and see how it's working without putting that child back in the middle of the conflict. So it is beautiful when parents have the same rules, especially safety rules, right? Like at one house, 
if a child's allowed at five years old to ride the ATV out in the country and no helmet, right? And then at the other house, they're not even allowed to, you know, play in the driveway without an adult present, right? We've had that. That's that's a real scenario I just painted. So sometimes we're not going to be able to come together. We, yeah, we like give my, it a go. My son is six and he lets him drive in the front seat when he takes him. And I said, he yeah. needs to be in the back in a booster seat. I'm like, there's no, and so he'll leave that way. And then he comes home and then my son's in the front seat. I'm like, this is illegal. This is for his yeah, health. This is safety. his well being. Oh, but he wants to sit in the front. Do you realize, yeah. you know, it's so there's just things sometimes, and I'm, yeah. I mean, it's just difficult. We really try to align on safety. We try to align on bedtime. And we really try to align if there are allergens, if there's certain products or medications. We really try to prioritize those types of alignments. It would be lovely if everything aligned in, you know, both households. But get this, Jill. I'm sure you know this and your listeners know this. Even in a family where mom and dad are under the same roof, the rules can be very different. I have a higher tolerance for chaos maybe than my co-parent does. So we even under the same roof help children to cope and be resilient in different environments. Just because the rules are going to be different at school, maybe one teacher has different rules from another teacher. Mm-hmm. So we it's, it's good for kids. To learn that everyone's different and they learn to cope and adjust but at the same time especially with health and safety we're definitely going to give it a go to see if we can create a cohesive plan so that child is not bounced I back know. and forth and yeah. getting so confused oh my heart goes out to all those mm-hmm. children out there because mm-hmm. it's, it's all over the place it happens all the time and this happens in the workplace too where people have different ways of doing things and they have their stories and they blame each other and we can go in and unpack the dynamic and help people make a plan not that's right but that's going to work we get out of focusing on who's right and who's wrong and we focus on what is going to work based on your goals for productivity for health for you know really creating the kind of culture and environment you want to create Remind us how we can contact you. We still have more yes. time, but let's remind them. Wow. You can set up an appointment today at www.thecenterforfamilyresolution.com. We have folks that are ready today to get back to you, to put you on the calendar, to talk with you and understand what's going on with you and make sure we, we get the right service for you. I mean, Jill, I have a group that meets on Thursdays, um, I'll be on it at, at noon today. And in this group, this is for parents who have impossible situations where their co-parent undermines them in every way, financially, legally, relationally, maybe says horrible things about you to the children, maybe uses social media, maybe, maybe keeps taking you back to court and costing you thousands and thousands of dollars. These are the situations where what I might call normal, rational logic simply doesn't work. And so this group, um, it's it's C-A-R-E, it's CARE, it's my CARE group. And that really talks about how can we stay calm? (laughs) How can we be accepting of the things we can't change? 
How can we take responsibility for our own reactions and then really step into a place of empowerment? So that's C-A-R-E is the is the program and that group is it's not for everyone it's for people that are ready to try something very radically different than just trying to rationalize with the person with whom they're co-parenting because the gaslighting the the frustration the rage is just taking you over keeping you up at night you're probably losing friends because they're tired of hearing about this crazy situation you're in and you need a group that understands and can help you take control of your life again. So that's a service that I do personally. I've got um, other coaches who can spe- who specialize in all different areas and we want to make sure everyone gets the right service because life is short and precious and you know what? It should be fun. We should get to enjoy our children. We should get to enjoy our days and not have it full of these conflicts that just trap us in anxiety and, and, and you know, keep us up at night. Hallelujah. I'll say it again. Okay. Yes. <laughs> just for new time listeners, if you don't mind just sharing, you know, what brought you into this field? Oh, to my help God. Like Could you just share just a little bit of that? It's always good. Yes, I don't mind at all. I very humbly say I did it all wrong. I tried just being the nice guy. I tried just, you know, acting like everything was okay. I tried just being grateful for what was okay. And at the end of the day, I had so much pain in my body. I had so much angst. I couldn't think about anything else than my conflicts. And I finally had enough of a really dysfunctional situation where I was panicked about my finances. I was panicked that uh, my children were actually, um, you know, losing their respect for me. It was it was really, really scary. And I had a coach who helped me learn to tell the truth mm-hmm. one little bit at a time and what we learned, what I learned and have really modeled my my work around is how we can set foolproof boundaries and still be kind. I knew I wasn't a B-I-T-C-H. Yeah. And so I thought I can't do boundaries because I'm not that person. And so I've created this whole model around setting the kind of boundaries that I needed that I didn't know were possible, mm-hmm. where we set boundaries And it doesn't make us into a bad person. We don't have a big black cloud around us pushing people away. It's attractive. We welcome people into our life that support our empowerment and really help us be at our best. And and I really am the person that I needed when I was in my very, very dark place, basically curled up on the bathroom floor. Well, you see, we've all been through everything. No one mm-hmm. is superior. No one oh, is alone. No. Like we all have our, our fair share of mistakes, trials, challenges. But it's good to learn. And I think with age, we get wiser. With our experiences, we get wiser. And some. I hope. Yeah, we clearly we do. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> if we're open. If we're open to learning rather than blaming. Yeah. Blaming stunts our growth. Beautiful. Well, we still have just three minutes left in the show. So Mm -hmm. what else? How did you kind of want to end up uh, end the show for today? 
Yeah, sure. I'd love for people to really understand a coaching model. We're not here to tell people what to do. You have the answers inside of you, but they're completely hidden underneath fears, underneath all these obstacles, all these beliefs that you think are holding you down. And so a coaching model is not telling you what to do. It's it's finding out what you know is your right next step. Just what is the right next step? You need one step today. And then that leads to the next step and that leads to the next step. And it can be so overwhelming for people to try to make this huge transformation. It seems overwhelming. And I just, I just want to remind everyone to receive some good support and identify that one step that you are willing and able to take today. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Jill. Thank you. I just love the questions and, and love sharing the good news that we really do not have to suffer with this grip of anxiety that can really keep us stuck. We can break free. Perfect. And how can we contact you? Do you offer an initial um, consult if someone's interested? Yeah, we definitely want to hop on a call with folks and make sure we line them up with the right service. So we'll definitely do that. They can contact us. Um, There's a book an appointment session right on the website. And then we're going to hop on a call. We're going to connect. We're going to email. We're going to find out exactly what they need and make sure they get started right away. Perfect. Thank you so much. Pleasure having you. And always good to see you you here on the Zoom. Thank you. I love it. Take care. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, go to thecenterforfamilyresolution.com and we'll be back with more. Have a great day. Thank you. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. 